All right, football fans, this is the NFL Week 10 Pick'em Show. We got Naif here, Mali Khalaq. Mali Khalaq. He has no energy, but he's still going to do this show for y'all. How you doing, Naif? I'm doing great, Omar, man. Ready to get going with these Week 10 picks. All right, let's do it, let's do it. Let's start with the game of the week. The Seattle Seahawks at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I say at, but they're really losing a home game because they're playing in Munich, Germany. NFL's first game in Germany. I hear there's a lot of Seahawks fans there, actually. The way, the, the way they said it is that Germany started to broadcast games in, uh, like, 2010, and that's when the Seahawks started to get really good. So uh, there's going to be a lot of Seahawks fans there. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I don't know if I'm going to wake up early enough to watch this game. I don't usually wake up that early on the weekend, but... Um, Anyway, the Bucks are favored by two and a half points. Who do you got in this game? You're going to kill me, man. Ooh. You're going to kill me. Ooh. I keep picking against the Seahawks, and they keep winning. So, I mean, uh, maybe it makes it good for you. Yeah, I got Tampa winning this, man. I got Tam- Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning this one by double digits. Double digits? Bounce back game. Yeah, yeah, this is a bounce-back game for Tom Brady and the emo Buccaneers. I think they're going to prove it to the world that they're still there. They're still contenders. They're going to win this game. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. That's my hot take for the week. That's definitely definitely a hot take. Um, Amazing that you think that. Um, Yeah, Bucks just uh, won a really close game against uh, against the Rams. Uh, Bucks have looked pretty bad. They lost to the Panthers. Uh, Seahawks, meanwhile, are on a four-game winning streak. Uh, they're looking good. They don't have any major injuries, knock on wood. Um, they got a lot of fans. I think it's going to be loud in Munich. Uh, of course, I'm taking my Seahawks. 20-17. to 17. And again, I look forward to re- revisiting this game. And you've been good about um, you know, uh, reverse jinxing the Seahawks, so I hope that you're very, very wrong here. But we'll go ahead and move on to the next game. This is another really, really good game. I think there's like three or four really good games this week. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings at the Buffalo Bills. What a game this is going to be. This is 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Bills are favored by three points. What do you think about this one? Man, a lot of moving parts here. Like you said, uh, it's a 1 p.m. game for Kirk Cousins. Then you have Josh Allen. It's at Buffalo. Then you have Josh Allen with that injury. I don't know how good that shoulder is. Didn't look too too good last week. Uh, I don't know, man. I want to choose Buffalo. I want to say Buffalo's going to win this game. I don't really believe in Minnesota. I mean, they're a good team. They're a good squad. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think they're as good as their record indicates. And I said that last week. I think last week was a lot closer than it should have been versus the Commanders. Um. I don't know, man. It's a 1 p.m. game. So uh, I I can see how some people might take Minnesota to win this game. But if Josh Allen can throw 15 yards down the field with no issues, you got to take Buffalo, right? Especially coming off that loss against the Jets. You know, I'm leaning towards Buffalo here. I think it'll be a close game. 31-28 Buffalo. 38-21. 31-28. 31-20. Okay, close one, close one. Okay. 
So you're banking on uh, Rodi's uh, prediction uh, to ultimately uh, be incorrect that the the Vikings are going to go 16 and one. Um, Bills are hungry after last week, man. I mean that that hit them hard, and they're they're, they're a great team. I mean, just because they lost that divisional game doesn't mean that they're not a a great team. You know, Josh Allen said he hurt his arm or whatever or whatever's injured. Uh, he said he heard it like maybe like in the fourth quarter or something, and then in the last play of the game, he like threw it sixty yards, and he looked like nothing happened. I don't know what's going on. I thought initially he was just trying to make excuses. We lost this game because I was injured, um, and I think that might be the case. I think Josh Allen is is going to play this game. I, I I really do. I think this is like a big game, kind of like an important game for them to prove themselves against a good team. Um, and the Bills are hungry, and the Vikings, I think, are probably going to get exposed against a good team because they feast on, even though they're a good 1 p.m. team, they feast on a lot of these kind of mediocre, average teams. I mean, they almost lost to Washington last week. Um, you know what? I had a different score here, but I'm going to go Bills 31, Vikings 21. So I'm going to have them win by 10 points. Okay. Moving on to the... Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Oh, my. Bears favored by two and a half points. Who do you got here? Man, Justin Fields last week. I think he woke up. I think Justin Fields is going to be amazing. If he can replicate that performance, I mean, wow. The NFL has a problem on its hands. It's like a Lamar Jackson that can actually throw the ball. Hell, yeah. But Justin Fields... I don't, I don't feel like he trusts his arm yet. It's still not the Justin Fields we saw at Ohio State in terms of passing the football, right? I mean, he looked he looked like he could really throw the ball back then. In the NFL, I don't know if it's his coaches not trusting him or him not having the wide receiver talent. Now they added Claypool. It's going to be a cold, cold game, right? It's in Chicago. Yeah. I think I like the Bears, man. I think they have some momentum. You know, they, they, they've shown that they can put a points on the board. They did against Dallas. They did that last week. Um, I'm going to have to take the Bears here, man. Detroit, just, I, I don't know what's going on with the Lions, to be honest. They have Deon, they got DeAndre Swift back and then gave him the ball like five times. Had him in on ten plays. Doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, for that reason, I'm going to choose the Chicago Bears to win this game. In a close divisional game. 24-17. 2417. Oh boy. All right. So, listen, we just moved off the the Vikings at the Bills, but because we have uh, Rodi here, we're going to backtrack just one game really quickly here. Um who do you got, Rodi? Welcome first. Uh, who do you got the uh uh, the, the Vikings are facing their, their their biggest test of the season at the Buffalo Bills. What do you think is going to happen? Not a test at all. Not a test at all. This is lock it, lock it down. This is going to be the biggest upset in NFL history. The Vikings 28, the Bills 3. 28-3. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, both of us. I have no doubt. Me, me and Nayef both picked the Bills here, uh, just so you know. So we have something to talk about tomorrow. 
this is 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins, but, you know, I, I look forward to seeing whether that pre prediction comes through. So the next game we were just talking about right now is Detroit Lions at Chicago Bears. What do you think is going to happen there? I think this is going to be one of those games where uh, you don't care either way because both of these teams are, you know, just in Chicago. It's a clean city, dirty politics, so you know it's going to be a bad team. And then Detroit, I mean, look, man, this is not the 1980s. Detroit is not what it used to be. So I'm going to say that it's going to be a garbage team. I'm going to guess that this, however, the, the, the Bears, they do have this guy that's a QB who's good. I forgot his name. I say, you, I, say, I say they win the game 17-16. 17-16, wow. In a, um, so Chicago is a clean city with dirty politics, and, and Detroit Detroit is a 1980s uh, city. Nobody's, nobody cares about it anymore. Um, all right. Yes. The best analysis in the world right here. That, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. So last week, Detroit Lions had their biggest win of the season. They beat uh, the Packers. And they shut down that offense, held them to nine points. And I thought Dan Campbell was going to be so much more excited about this game. I thought he was going to be up in the press conference saying, oh, my guys played so well. I'm so proud of them. This has been the culmination of a lot of hard work. Instead, he said, I'm tired, man. I just want to go home and crack, crack over the cold beer. That's what he said. I thought to myself, man, has like – this guy looks really, really fatigued. Like he's gone through a lot from hard knocks through the season. And it just, it looks like that game took so much out of him. It took them so long to finally get that win. They're going to be, they're going to be really, really tired. Again, this is a divisional game. The, the, the Bears know them well. The Bears are now fully a running offense. They know who they are. They know their identity. They're going to keep running. Uh, they're going to integrate Claypool. And I think they're going to win this game fairly handily. I think it's going to be 31-16, and it's not even going to be that close. They're going to get a garbage touchdown in, in the fourth quarter. So I'm going Bears. Moving on to the Denver Broncos at the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are favored by two and a half points. Who do y'all got? Knife, go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. What's up? I think Rodi's connection is kind of messing up a little bit. Knife, go ahead. Why does Knife look like he owns a car? <laughs> yeah, we can't hear you. Rodi. Yeah, the connection's moving, <laughs> going in yeah. and out. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna have to take the Broncos here. I mean, uh, a little momentum for them. <clears throat> and uh, did they have a bye last week? Uh, Broncos had a bye. Yeah. Yeah, Broncos yeah. had a bye. I think I think they'll be able to regroup now, especially because they, they had that win right before the bye. Uh, we saw some <clears throat> some classic Russell Wilson there towards the end of the game. He made a great fourth quarter throw down the field <clears throat> to Hamler. I think I think I'm gonna have to go with the Broncos here, but I also think it really depends on uh, the health of Ryan Tannehill. Now I don't know if he's playing games in Tennessee. If he does play. I'm going to be inclined to take the Tennessee Titans. If he does not, and they trot out that sorry excuse for a quarterback that we call Malik Willis, they're not. They don't. Have, they don't stand a chance, man. They don't stand a chance. Malik Willis looks like Russell Wilson if you cut off his arms. <laughs> so yeah, it all it all comes down to the health of Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill plays, Titans win. Tannehill doesn't, Broncos win. Oh my gosh, what what an amazing amazing visual, man. Um, yeah. 
Bro, Malik Willis looks so, so bad. So unprepared. Doesn't look like an NFL quarterback at all. He was so panicked. You know, I told you guys in the chat, he looks like that was one of the worst QB performances I've I've ever seen, like in all my years like watching football. Um I we've think, seen Tim Tebow, right? Huh? And you've seen Tim and Tebow. I've seen right? Tim Tebow, yeah. Um I it looks like Tannehill's gonna be back. If I were to guess, I think he's because he was warming up before last game and now he has a, a, another full week to practice. I think he's gonna be back. I'm going with this based on the prediction that he is back, or even if he's playing on one freaking leg, they let him play this game. And um, I have to see more from the Broncos. You know, like I was, I've been hyping the Broncos most of the year, um, and I need to see more from them. I think, you know, the Titans uh, are going to uh, – can you hear me? Yo. Yo, you there? Yeah, I lost you there for a yeah. second. I think Malik Willis. Yeah, I think Malik Willis, I think, entered the chat and uh, it messed things up. All right, I, I think we're back. All right, I'll see if I can edit yeah, that. Yeah, as long as he's yeah. not next to you, I don't think he can throw anything your way, so. Exactly. No, yeah. Just create a little, a little bit of separation. I don't, know, I don't know what was that. Yeah, Malik has some uh, some people in high places. But anyway. Um, like I was saying, I think the Broncos are going to have to show me more, even though I've, I've been talking them up uh, most of this year. Uh, Titans, Derrick Henry, also a beast while he's while he's healthy. Um, Traylon Burke maybe might come back soon. I don't know. They don't really have receivers. But I'm still taking the Titans. I think it's going to be a really bad game. I think Titans, I'm taking the Titans 17-13. So moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are favored by nine and a half points. This is a big line here. What say you? Uh, I think you got to take the over there, man. Uh, it's going to come down to quarterback play. Mahomes is just unbelievable. And Trevor Lawrence is a year away, like I said last week. Um, if you're Jacksonville here, you got to run the ball, man. You got to keep the ball out of the hands of Patrick Mahomes. And. I don't think you can do that enough. I mean, Etienne, Etienne, I think, will have a good game. But I still think Kansas City takes us by double digits. So they just look great. And I, I, I look forward to seeing uh, more out of Kadarius Tony. You know, they brought him in for a few plays last time. They tried to feature him, threw him the ball twice, caught both targets, albeit for 9 or 12 yards. Um, I think we're going to see a little more Kadarius Tony. I think uh, Andy Reid's going to drop some plays for him. And I think Kansas City wins this by double digits. Uh, say thirty-four to seventeen. All right. Yeah, you know, one thing I'm learning about Andy Reid uh, over the years is that he doesn't want to incorporate new people into his offense, whether they be rookies or new additions. He does this all the time, even since he's been in, in Philadelphia. And that's one of the reasons why I think he's not integrating Pacheco, even though he should, and he hasn't integrated Kadarius Tony, even though he should. Um, I don't think that they necessarily need them. I think this is a stacked team, man. Even without them, they have McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Alaire and even those receivers, man, Kelsey and 
Valdez Scantling and Hardman and and uh, Juju and I mean they got they got a ton of targets and they have Mahomes. Um, yeah. I think the, the the Titan, you know, the fact that the Chiefs struggled last week was because of the Titans' defense. I think the Titans' defense is really, really, really good, and that's why they struggled. And because the Chiefs have shown their prowess in every other game this year, so I don't think it's going to be close. It's at Kansas City. I don't trust Jacksonville here. I'm going Chiefs to trounce them 40 to 20. Chiefs win. Moving on to the Cleveland Browns at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are favored by three and a half points. Who do you got? I got the Dolphins, man. The, the Tua, Tyreek, and Jalen connection is just insane, man. I actually have Tyreek Hill and Waddle starting for me in uh, one of my fantasy leagues. And on that same team, I have Amari Cooper and DK Metcalf. So that, that just lets you know what I think about this. Miami Dolphin uh, passing attack. Uh, moreover, I actually have Lamar Jackson in that league. He's on by. Guess who I was able to pick up off free agency? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Tua. Tua? Found Tua, yeah. Yo, hold on. Hold. It is a league where you have Tyreek, Waddle, Amari Cooper, and DK Metcalf, and you're able to pick right. up Tua off waivers. Are these people off that uh, have never played football before that are in your league? Man, uh, you think football? so. But no, actually, this is a, it's a pretty big league we've been doing for – Almost 12 years now. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was weird to find him there. Um, but, yeah, I got the Dolphins, man. I'm big on the Dolphins here. Uh, I think they should win this game. I think they'll be able to put up points on the board. 2 will throw for 300 yards, three touchdowns. Tyreek Hill finally catches a touchdown. I think he has, like, three or – yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been scoring much this year, but he's been getting, racking up the yards. I think Waddle also scores. I think Kaseki gets in there with a touchdown. Have the Dolphins win this one. 34-21. 34-21. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to use saying he's going to be on in 10, 15 minutes. I think you better hurry up a little bit. But uh, anyway, I think absolutely, man. The Dolphins, they've been looking good. Um, you know, Adding Jeff Wilson to the mix I think was like a huge, huge thing for them because they're going to run all their running backs into the ground. and they, you know, To have that kind of uh, – those kind of backups, um, I think, is going to be very helpful. Like you mentioned, um, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, incredible, incredible duo. Um, the Browns, just not good enough. Just not good enough. I mean, I think they're okay, but I don't think they can compete with this high-powered offense. I'm taking the Dolphins to win 21-11. to uh, Rodley, I see you're back in your car here. Uh, we're going to integrate Sorry about that, guys. No, you're good. You're good, man. It's a, it's a, no, you're good. No worries. We're going to move on to the Houston Texans at the New York Giants. Giants are favored by four and a half points. Who do y'all got? Well, uh, first of all, before I tell you who I got, why does Nice look like he owns a Busboys and Poets right now? Can somebody explain <laughs> that to me? Dude, I put, on his, I put on a shirt for you, man. <laughs> That's right. He's got sleeves. Yeah, I got sleeves, man. He's got sleeves. Now, now you look, now you see him making gains after he puts a, a, an actual T-shirt on. You, when I cover up the yeah. gun, he sees him. <laughs> All right, so who do I got? Yo, guys, I think we have to start being believers. We're talking about the Giants, right? Texans at Giants. I think we have to start believing. These guys are not frauds. Okay. They're actually pretty good. I got 
at the Giants winning 23 to 10. Wow. Poor Texans. Nay, who do you got? I agree with Rodi. I don't think they're frauds. I don't think they're great. I think they'll win this game. I also think that Mississippi State could win this game. I also think a handful of college teams can win this game. I also think that the Texans suck. And the Giants will win this game. But they're not that good. They're they're not a two-loss team. I think they just haven't really beat anybody with. Uh, I have the Giants winning this one. It's, is it in New York? Let me do it. New York. Yeah, they should win this game, but it'll be close. It'll be closer than it should be. You know, uh, Giants don't blow anybody out. And another thing, man, we're ten weeks into the season, and Saquon Barkley hasn't gotten hurt, so the likelihood of him getting injured just keeps going up and up and up and up. And up. Not by the third quarter this week. Maybe it's next week. Giants win this game regardless. Yeah, Giants. 24-13. All right. Yeah, that's not good for your Cowboys. But you know what? I think I agree with you that the Giants were exposed a couple weeks ago against the Seahawks um, as a team that can't beat the good teams. And that's something that you can take solace in as a, as a Cowboys fans or Eagles fans can also – Takes all us in, but um, they're a lot better than the Texans. I mean, the Texans don't have much. Davis Mills, I thought he was going to be a lot better this year, as I said before. He hasn't been that great. All they have on offense is Damian Pierce. That's it. Poor guy. I mean, they ran him every – I think they ran him 34 times uh, last week or something like that. It was like the most carries a, a running back has got or a rookie running back's got in like years since like 2004 or something. Something like that. Or, no, I'm confusing him with, with another player, but – he got a ton of carries. He's their whole offense. And I think he's a good player, but you got to have more than that. I'm taking the Giants to win 24-12. to 12. Moving on to the New Orleans Saints at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Saints are favored to win this game by a point and a half. They're saying it's going to be a close one. Do you all agree? No, absolutely not. The Saints are going to win this. No, I think the Saints are going to win. Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody, somebody elaborate. <laughs> I think the Saints are actually a pretty decent team. Alvin Kamara is good. They have a, a decent wide receiver core, and that's about all you need, man. What else do you want? What else do you want? You want more? You don't need more. I want a lot more, Alvin but Kamara, I can't have it in this game. Naif. Yeah, I mean. Listen, I, 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 I'm picking the Saints to win, but I also think their head coach is an idiot. I think he's an absolute idiot. You got Taysom Hill, man. Every time you run the ball with this guy, you end up winning. Every time you give him seven to ten touches, this guy produces. And last week, what do they do? They give him the ball like three times, and they got hammered. Dalton's not the answer. Winston's not the answer. The answer is playing a running back at quarterback. So throw in Taysom Hill, let him run the ball nonstop, give him 15 carries, and I promise you they win this game by double digits if they do that. But they're not going to do that. So they'll barely win this game. I think they'll win by a field goal. Will Lutz, game winner, 2017 New Orleans. Ooh, okay. Well, uh, the Saints aren't playing at home, fellas. 
So this is going to be a completely different team. Of course, the Steelers aren't great either, but they have a situation at running back. Najee Harris, they put, picked in the first round last year, is averaging like three yards a carry. Meanwhile, his backup, a rookie, Jalen Warren, is averaging like six yards a carry. I'm going to look into this camera. Mike Tomlin, get Jalen Warren more involved. He's the better running back. Play him more in this game. I think he is. They keep saying it every single week that we're going to play Jalen Warren more, but they don't do it. But they're going to do it this week. Steelers are going to win 18-17. Moving on. Or no, did I get Rodi? Rodi, what do you think? Honestly, bro, you convinced me. I'm going to change my mind, and I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay, I nice. really, I really like, I really like what you said. I don't know who Jalen Warren is, but his name annoys his name annoys me, and sometimes a name that annoys me is a good sign. The last thing you want to be is a forget, forget, forgettable name. And I don't. And the name Warren, I feel like this guy is gonna be one of those guys that I know is annoying. It might annoy defenses as well. So I'm taking the Steelers. Guess what? Same score, 18-17. Oh, I like that. We're doubling up. All right, nice. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts at the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders are favored by four and a half points. Raiders are favored to win a game. What do y'all think? Holly, please go. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Raiders are not going to win, man. Raiders are a train wreck. They're horrible. They suck, man. Yeah. When have you ever heard? Everything about them is mediocre. They are a sign of mediocrity. So maybe they'll win, but you can never pick them to win. You know what I mean? That's my. So I'm gonna go. They lose. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say they lose. Twenty-one, twenty. Close game. Oh my gosh, Naif, what do you say? There's another game, man. It's just another week where the Raiders win a game. Everybody's back on the Derek Carr bandwagon, right? But Derek Carr sucks. Derek Carr is horrible. Raiders have a top five wide receiver, top five running back. They got an all right defense. But then they have the worst quarterback in the NFL. I keep coming here every week, and I tell you guys, Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in the NFL, the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't deserve any more chances. This guy should be benched. But I don't, I don't know – who, what he has, he has pictures on the owner or something. They keep trotting him out there every week. This guy's lost multiple double-digit leads at halftime. He's had like a 17-point lead, a 21-point. This guy, just, he's a loser. He's a perennial loser. Get him off the damn field if you want to win games. Who is their Get top him. five wide receiver, man? What are you talking about? Are you insane? Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams is incredible. Uh, every wide receiver that's top five, with the Packers leaves and he's trash. And this is no different. <laughs> no, no, this is not this is not a Devontae Adams problem. It's a Derek Carr problem. I think I think they can have the reincarnated reincarnated version of Randy Moss and it wouldn't matter. Anyway, the problem with the Colts is they have uh, Jeff Saturday at coach. Uh, I don't get that honestly. Yeah, it seems like they want to lose. The offensive so, lineman? Yeah, the offensive lineman. They have an yeah. offensive lineman coaching up, bro. Yeah. Linemen should never coach anybody. Remember Mike Tyson? 
Not only that, Lodi, yeah. I, th- I think his only head coaching experience was uh, as a high school coach a couple years ago, and I think he might have been sub-500. I'm not sure. So <laughs> I don't understand this move at all. I think it's uh, sabotage. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, I think he's just a placeholder until that they, they can get uh, champagne in the building next year after that. Anyway. Jeff Saturday will lose this Sunday. Yeah, Jeff Saturday will lose this Sunday, exactly. And the Raiders will win, unfortunately. Yeah. And we'll have to see Derek Carr for one more week. So. Yeah. You know, Rodney, you took both of my jokes and the score. Uh, I was I, I was I, I was gonna say t- Colts win twenty twenty one, and I was gonna say they got Saturday and they're gonna win on Sunday. And you know what? This this happens with teams when when they're in chaos. You know, they just like they win one game. They win the game in in the throes of chaos, and then one thing settle down, and they realize they're a bad team. Then they start sucking again. And I think that's when it's gonna happen. These are two teams that are just like man in such disarray. Raiders can't win a game. You know, Colts just fired their coach. Can't win a game. But it just seems like the Colts are uh, in more chaos right now. And they're just going to rally and, and win this game. And Stidham should be in. I mean, Stidham should be, start, be starting next week. That's what should happen. So we'll see if it does. Moving on to another amazing game, Dallas Cowboys at the Green Bay Packers. Cowboys are favored by four points at Lambeau. Nave, we got it. Dude, this has all the makings of a trap game. Freaking Aaron Rodgers, man. I, I've never hated a quarterback with more passion in my, in my entire life. This guy has killed me for the better part of a decade. You know, you think back to that 2014 game where the refs cheated and that was a catch. Uh, you think back to the 2016 playoff game, Dax rookie year. I hate this guy, man. I hate this guy. And as much as I love seeing him lose, thinking that, hey, we have a way better team than Green Bay, I don't know, man. You can't count him out. You cannot count him out. I I, I can see Aaron Rodgers throwing for 300 yards and four touchdowns. You know, uh, I hope he doesn't. I pray he doesn't. I pray Michael Parson gets him. Um, of course I'm going to take Dallas here. But I don't think... Uh, I don't think we should be favorites here. It's in Lambeau. A lot of moving parts, too. You know, McCarthy's going back. I, I know they both want to win it. I, I know McCarthy really wants to win this game. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers really wants to win this game. Uh, I was looking at Green Bay's schedule, man. The teams they've lost to, lost to outside of Detroit, they've lost to the 6-2 and two Giants. They lost to the Bills. They lost some good teams. Commanders. Uh, so I don't think they're as bad as we think they are. I can see them going on a run. I can see this being the start of a run. You know, win a win here versus a very good Dallas Cowboy team can, you know, give you a shot of energy. But I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. I think it will be closer than most people think. Maybe 27-24. So I'll take the under. Okay. Yep. Roldy. I have looked into the future. Two years from now, Aaron Rodgers will be playing for the Minnesota Vikings. It all starts next week. He will have an epiphany. He will play terrible on purpose against the Dallas Cowboys. He is done with the Packers. The Cowboys will 
destroy the Green Bay Packers. Not because they are good, but because Aaron Rodgers has given up on his team. And that is all I have to say. I'm going to go with 34-17 Dallas Cowboys. All right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Packers are missing. Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, uh, Romeo Dobbs. I think Christian Watson isn't playing. Their starting receivers are going to be Armani Rogers. Uh, I don't Torre, Yaya Torre. I don't know what his first name is. <laughs> and uh, and I don't know some guy off their practice squad. Those are their starting receivers. Okay. Rodgers is done. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is done. He's fed up with this team. They scored nine points against the worst defense in the league last week. They're playing one of the best defenses in the league this week. Things are going to fall apart. Guys, Cowboys win 31-0. What? 31-0. Oh wow. No way. Moving on. I hope so. No. Arizona Cardinals at Los Angeles Rams. Rams are favored by three points. Who y'all got? The Rams are like a recovering alcoholic, man. I don't. They they really need to. They really need to get their. You know, they they were doing well. They were. They won the Super Bowl. They got a promotion at work. They stopped. They started slacking. Their performance started going down. They started getting on the drugs. And then what do you expect to happen? You gotta stay on track. Life is about consistency, and they are not consistent. It is easier to win a championship than to maintain the performance level of a champion. This is a well-known fact. And the Rams are performing like a former washed-up champion. This team is in the gutter. They need to get their life together, and it will not be this week. They will lose. They will lose bad. They will question Sean McVay. And that's all I have to say. And I write on purpose. Amazing. You know, Raldi, when you speak, it's it, you sound like you're you're do, you're giving a khutbah. You know, like that you have the cadence of like a, a like a like a sheikh, you know, like as though you're speaking Arabic. It's it's very, very unique. Nay. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Nay, who, who who do you get? <laughs> Man, I don't know, man. The Rams, horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can justify picking them to win a game anymore. Uh, they have no running backs. Uh, Stafford can only see White. He only sees Cooper Cup and Ben Swarnick. Yeah, dude, they got they got Van Jefferson back two weeks ago. Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah, you know why he had no idea? Because he has zero catches in those two games. Are you saying zero. Matt Stafford is a racist? I'm saying Matt Stafford is racist, yes. Yes. <laughs> I think he votes for Trump. Uh, listen, Cardinals don't look great either. You know, they have a lot of turmoil. Uh, we all saw that video with uh, DeAndre Hopkins asking Kyler Murray if he's blind. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I think you have to take the Cardinals, right? Uh, I got the Cardinals win this one. There's no such thing as home field advantage in L.A. Cardinals win this one. It's going to be closer. It's a divisional game. I don't know. 27-21. Yeah, I I agree for all the same reasons. Uh, Cardinals, th- th- there's going to be more Cardinals fans than Rams fans. That's the thing about like playing in L.A. 
you know, like um, it's just an advantage for whoever team you're playing against. So you got to play like doubly as hard to like fight against the fans, and it's so demoralizing. Rams just look run down. I mean, they're falling apart. You know, Jalen Ramsey after every game is like, ah, we did our part. We don't know what the offense is doing. We got to bail them out. We can't bail them out. All this kind of crap. And I think the Cardinals just have better weapons. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting because they're on like the midseason version of Hard Knocks now. So we're going to see all this stuff that happens. Um, but I think there's going to be a sea of red in Los Angeles. And they're going to win this game in a familiar score, 34-26. to 26. Every week oh, we're, we're going to pick them. Yeah. One, one thing I'll say. I mean, I kind of understand what Ramsey's saying. You know, they stopped the Bucks. Bucks only had nine points. Then again, there, there was like 40-something seconds. He let the emo Tom Brady drive right down the field and score a touchdown and win the game. Uh, so true. Ramsey needs to shut up. I agree. He does need to shut up uh, just in general. You know, like he, you know, he just talks, he seems like he talks a lot in general. But yeah, even that, that point when they play that prevent defense on him, like such soft coverage. I agree. Moving on to the Sunday night game, Los Angeles Chargers at San Francisco 49ers. Niners are favored by seven points here. A little surprising. What say you? Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to lean uh, with San Francisco here, man. They looked lethal uh, last time we saw them with Christian McCaffrey. Threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown. I think he's gonna have a pick six this week. Might have a punt return. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, I think San Francisco won this game. The Chargers disappointment. I mean, they're coming off a win, but it's a lot closer than it should have been. San Lano, um, games at San Francisco. Niners are going to win this game, man. I think they're going to win the what, What's the spread? Seven points. Yeah, I think they cover. Okay. I think they cover. Uh, let's go Niners, 31. Chargers, 20. Okay. I'll roll the... I, di- I disagree. Okay. I think the 49ers are going to lose this game. I don't care how good the 49ers are. They got McCaffrey now. now. I understand. I get all of those things. They're phenomenal on paper. But there's something about this team. I don't believe in them. They don't have, they don't have pizzazz, you know? Mm. They don't have moxie. You know what I mean? They're, they're a fraud. They're a surface-level success story. And because of that, and the, and the Chargers, on the other hand, I feel like they're the grinders, you know? They're trying hard, but they're losing. They're not getting blown out. They keep losing these close games. And for that reason, they are going to pull this through, and they will win today's game in a last fourth, fourth quarter touchdown. I'm going to go with 24-21. 24-21. Okay. Yeah. Um, Chargers are still missing Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Um, Eckler is still all they have. Justin Herbert has gone to like a dink and dunk offense. Um, Niners are getting Elijah Mitchell back. They have McCaffrey, as Nayef mentioned. And they have weapons. They're just a better team, and they have a better defense. And they're playing at San Francisco. I'm taking them to win. 17 14 i hope i'm wrong i want i want the seahawks to get a bigger lead i hope i'm wrong but i think that they're the better team they're gonna win 
Moving on to the Monday night game, Washington Commanders at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the biggest line of the week. Eagles favored by 11 points, fellas. Who y'all got? If you are rich and you want to lose some money, bet on the, bet on the Commanders on Monday. Calling it from now. There's no chance in hell. There's not even Jeff Bezos can save this team. It's over. They're donezo. They're going to change their name to the Washington Amazonians or something. It's not working out, okay? The Philadelphia Eagles are soaring. They're flying. They're going to take care of business, man. I'm taking them to win. And they're going to, it's going to be an embarrassment. The entire city of Washington is going to say, thank the Lord. Why do you think Dan Snyder is selling the team? He knows. He knows there's no chance. And he's fed up. And guess what? I'm fed up too. I'm taking the Eagles to win 41-3. to Why Eagles fly? Nave, what say you? I don't know. I mean, you, you got to take the Eagles, right? They're the best team in football. Um, yeah, I put air quotes there. Um, hey, man. I can see the Commanders winning this game. It's a divisional game. Uh, they got Taylor Heineke there at quarterback. Um, he's looking all right. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. No way it's going to be a 41-3 blowout. Of course, you got to take the Eagles. I, but I would not be surprised if the Commanders come out with the win. Um, they they usually play the Eagles pretty well, you know. Uh, they played them a, a lot closer the first time they played. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, the Eagles stay undefeated, but it's going to be close. How close? Ten points. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's not close. A man. real nail biter. <laughs> All right. No, well, I mean, I, I, I want to say it's going to be a three point game, but man, the Eagles are undefeated, right? Last I checked. Unless they, they lost today. You know what? Commanders win this game. <laughs> Commanders win this game. Yeah. What a Commanders swing. Win this. Commanders win this by three. Oh. Yeah, wow. Well, listen, uh, this is a game at Philadelphia on Monday night. Uh, but it's also a divisional game. And since Heineke started to play with this team, all the games have been close, even though I heard uh, Greg Rosenthal on, uh, around the NFL say that Taylor Heineke leads the league in most turnover-worthy plays. Like he just throws the ball like to the other team the most or something like that, even though they're don't, resulting in interceptions. He has some magic for whatever reason to at least keep the games close. And I think this game is going to be close, but I am taking the Eagles. 25-23. How's that for close? Well, fellas, that concludes the Week 10 Pick'em Show. I want to thank you guys for jumping on, and I want to allow you to plug anything you like to plug before we wrap up. We're not going to have any hot takes. I got a lot of hot takes. Oh, we, we're very welcome to give your hot takes. Yes, I say that uh, 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 Naif's uh, bus poets and, uh, and, and business is going to thrive in Saudi Arabia. Inshallah. The franchise is going to 
مقاله رجال الباص والشائرين you know it's a yeah. uh, he's going to remain wearing that hat for the rest of his life I, I see it he's going to be the guy that wears those kinds of hats I just see it happening and uh, again I'm going to say I'm out of here baby <laughs> oh my god the Dallas Cowboys will lose the first game of the playoffs that's my prediction that's my hot take <laughs> Yeah, Omar. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say, man. We're at the. Uh, we just finished, <laughs> and we were doing. Oh wow! We we, we were you doing the to, plug. You made it to the hot take segment, Omar. Yeah, you yeah, made it for the hot take. Hot take. Yeah. So I want to allow you guys to like say just you know one last, um, cl- you know, closing hot take, closing argument, plug whatever you want to do. Oh, why I chose I chose the Eagles. Uh, I chose the Commanders to beat the Eagles. Back. I was going to do the same. I mean, yeah, the Commanders beat the Eagles. So. Um, of course you were, man. You chose the Steelers to beat the Eagles. Those chose... are, bro. Those are those are informed decisions. Nice. I'm telling you, I thought. Can we give Omar? Can we give Omar credit for uh, finally uh, using a camera from the 21st century on the pod? <laughs> Which one? You look. Re- it looks really clear. It does. Agreed. You look like the Pakistani Malcolm X with those glasses, man. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's true. I can live with that. That's true. Any, 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 any final thoughts all about it? Just your recap of the uh, Week 10 in, in general. Yeah, so real quick. Uh, so I was in the shower and I was listening to a podcast. And th- this Cowboys game is going to go one of two ways. Either the Packers are barely going to win. Or the Cowboys are going to blow them out. Like, I'm talking like 44 to 6, like blowout. That's what I said, man. It's going to go one of those two ways. Um, the other thing is, bro, I think, so at the beginning of the week, I thought that the Raiders are going to crush the Colts. I'm not so sure about that anymore. I feel like the Raiders are, like, bro, they have, like, hit rock bottom. And, you know, Waller's out. Uh, uh, Renfro's out. I think the Colts are gonna like shock, shock everybody and win this week. Um, they just gotta, you know, they just gotta make sure that they spot the Raiders seventeen points, like you know, kind of just let them score, and then come back and you know, make it like four, four, four leads that they blew this in one season. I think that's gonna be the strategy for success here. So. That and then I also say like I agree with Nayef. I think the Commanders. I'm taking the Commanders in this game, man. I think like close divisional game. Like I, I think I think I think like I think the Commanders can take this one. That, Have you taken the Eagles all year? Have you taken them to win? Yeah, 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 yeah. But my thing is, it's like, bro. I feel like they have a very gimmicky offense. Most of it. Uh, like, their run game is very strong, but when they, if you notice, when they pass, when they resort to passing, it's very gimmicky. It's very, like, bro, it's like 97% RBO, and I don't think that that's sustainable when you get to a certain point. So, at some point, they're going to have to adapt, or they, I think they're going to, like, start getting caught, to be quite honest with you. Um, and then I think a sneaky good game is going to be your game, the, the Seahawks and the Bucks. I'm really interested in what's going to happen in that game, because I still don't think the Bucks are good. I've been saying it all week, man. I think, like, I mean, I, I don't think they're bad, but, like, bro, last week was the Raiders, uh, the, the Rams' horrible defense. Like, 
quit playing soft zone against that guy. Like, he's going to destroy you. And now, like, this whole week, we've heard, oh, Brady, blah, blah, blah. Bro, that was the Rams. Like, they just completely gave that game away. So it would be interesting to see if the Seahawks can kind of match up to um, to the Bucks. It's a good litmus test, I think, for the Seahawks here. Big time. So yeah. my my, uh, my takeaway from that is that Almond X is saying the Commanders are going to grab that win by any means necessary. We're running low on time, fellas. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to give last plugs in here before we close the show. Yes, I'll do a plug for my channel. I have a channel called it. I'll be for coffee. What I do is I go around the DMV area and I check out every single coffee shop. And I give you guys a nice little recap. So at the end of it, you'll know, hey, I like this spot or maybe this spot is us. I don't want to go there. Amen, amen. I look forward to, 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 to the video where you, you call a coffee shop ass and what that does to their business. <laughs> well, I'm running low on that second rise, so uh, if I can get a refill. Uh, no plugs, uh, just a shout out to the guys at Hasbro. You guys need to reach out to us. Hey, man. Make, we can make that item great again. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tag him. I mean, our last one of our last reels got uh, 4.5k views, so maybe maybe it'll be more. Uh, you know, maybe we'll have a better chance this time to get him involved. Oh, why? Any any last plugs? I'm just interested in hearing more about this second rise coffee. If you guys could like elaborate what second rise, hey! kind of like you know second rise coffee. I don't, I, you know, if you could just explain what that is. Sure, it's what we call fourth wave coffee. It's like the premium, ultra premium uh, 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 coffee that you're getting. You're going to get flavors that are complicated. You're going to taste apples. You're going to taste lemons. You're going to taste cinnamon. You're going to drink this cup of coffee and you'll be like, what is going on? I've, I've been drinking trash my whole life. Like, that is the mission. We want you to enjoy. We want you to drink coffee and then we want you to say, wow, that's our goal. Thank you now. Thank you very much. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you guys so much. This has been the Football V Football Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Listen on Spotify and Anchor. You can watch it on YouTube and you can support on Kofi. Nayef Fahad. Radhi Hamid Din. Omar Yusuf. Thanks so much for joining today. Have a fantastic day, football fans. Until the next one.